Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. <laughs> no. My kink has consequences. I totally let men lick my toes. Toit and noise. Blah, 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 blah. Ime pergeleesti munaa. Yo, did you hear that Running Up That Hill was the top song of the summer? A 37-year-old song? I was actually blown away when I like was first hearing it played on the radio. But it's all because of Stranger Things. Top song of the summer. They have an excellent soundtrack. The soundtrack is fucking dope. And they're that closer to your mouth. <laughs> Sorry. This was uh you can you can only project so far. I know. But I, know. I I can't have you gobbling it like I do though. I know. I was listening to it. I have a I sound really um tinny sometimes like I am gobbling it too much. Anyway, running up that hill. Running up that hill. Yes. Oh, I saw a meme about that. Oh, it was Remember when Marty McFly ends up playing Van Halen? Mm-hmm. at the prom in the 50s yeah and so it's a picture of him like yeah right and then the second picture of like oh i guess you guys aren't ready for that but your kids are gonna love it and that's exactly what it says it's like running up that hill is the top <laughs> one. Oh, i guess you guys weren't ready for that but your kids are gonna love it amazing <laughs> isn't that great amazing i love still, it it still sounds off i don't we're experts at this is it weird that I think that the lavalier mics on the iPhone 4 were the best one? No, I think it was pretty good, too. That's <laughs> so fucking Let's weird. go back. Let's go back to an to iPhone lavaliers. 4 and lavalier mics. I mean, it's jumping appropriately as my headphones are being weird, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm redlining, like, way up here like this. You are? If I get too loud, I do. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Happy anniversary. Woo! It wouldn't be an episode without technical, 11 years of technical difficulties. Right. What no, up? No. Whoa, well, here. It's let let me get years. this. It's, it's, Shannon, you guys, Shannon doesn't understand the difference between anniversaries and seasons. Oh, that was beautiful. I thought it was going to explode all over me. That's just the sound of the nitro doing its magic. Seriously. Yes, so it's our, we're 11, 11th season. Right. It's been 10 years. We started in 2012. And here we are, 2022. It has been 10, it has been 10 years now. I thought this was going to be darker. Oh, wow. That is very light in color. So we are actually like doing food and drink for the first time in a long time. That used to be a regular feature of our podcast. Shit, I ran out. What? I ran out. That's okay. So. Because it's our anniversary. Yay. Yeah, so we're going back to classics. And Meg had a rough day, so it necessitated like really awesome food for dinner, which I did. I did have a rough day, and you did feed me emotionally. You fed my emotions, and I appreciate you for that. (laughs) You're such a good friend. I was heading downtown to pick up stuff for Natty, and the place I had to go was right next to... Brighton Barn Grill, which got a major facelift, man. On the inside, it looks like a swanky downtown Detroit restaurant now. I was fucking impressed. That's wild. Very wild. Um, so. Because it just used to be this like wood paneled thing. Right? That It was like wood paneled thing, right? Now it it's like thing. white and sleek and has like crissy crosses. It's like white and black now. Wow. 
and gray and glass okay. and shiny. It's very sleek and modern looking on the inside. I never would have thought I was in downtown Brighton walking into that restaurant. I would have thought downtown Ann Arbor, downtown Royal Oak, downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. So I was downtown picking stuff up and I was like, oh, I should get us dessert for tonight. Maybe I'll, I'll grab some ice cream from the custard place or maybe I'll get some cookies or toffee from the sweet lady and then Maggie was like I'm having a really bad day I was like oh okay I'm getting dessert <laughs> from Brighton Barn Grill because I know how much she loves the cheese the carrot cake I mean it's yeah it is that carrot cake is dreamy so we got the carrot cake and then they had a lemoncello cake with some sort of like raspberry drizzle drizzle and then the lady was like anything else and I was like do you still got that garlic appetizer thing She's like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll take one of those. Because those are my favorite. So describe to everyone the garlic appetizer thingy. Okay, so you have some, like, large, crusty bread. You've got some large, crusty bread pieces. Like like long, skinny baguettes. Long, skinny baguette pieces. And then you have two huge clumps of boursin cheese giant like giant ice cream scoop size ice cream scoops of boursin cheese and then there's some roasted red peppers and some you know uh green onions and then two whole heads of garlic that have been roasted giant heads giant heads of garlic roasted in itself roasted in itself so you sort of squeeze out the gooey roasted garlic so each little clove, clove of garlic is still intact. They just kind of slice off the top yep. to give you access to each individual clove, which you just kind of... Which s- are just squishy. They're squishy. You, they're spreadable. Like they're not cloves of garlic anymore. They're just... Spreadable garlic Spreadable goo. garlic. Spreadable garlic goo. So you slather on your boursin cheese. Which is also garlicky. And you slather... I've had some nasty garlic burps tonight. I'm impressed your kid didn't say anything <laughs> while I was reading to her. Dear God. <laughs> You spread on the garlic. Yeah. So more garlic. And then you put some scallion onions on it. So more bad breath. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My breath is stank right now. No one come near me. It's the best way to ensure that you don't make out with anyone tonight. Mm. I mean, I was never in danger of that, but yes. (coughs) So that, so uh, that was our emergency feel good dinner (coughs) when then we had the dessert and then I had already planned to make like fish and chips tonight. So I still did that. I still had a fish stick because eating my feelings. So, and then because it's fall, y'all, um, or it's starting to turn into fall. It feels folly in the morning and in the evenings yeah, for sure. Well, we're getting fake summer. Autumn. Surprise summer tomorrow. It's like 87 degrees out again. No. Uh, yeah. You didn't know that? Come on. Fake fall. It was beautiful this weekend. It, it was, was like 65 and overcast. I did a lot of yard work. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> Like the best time to do hard work, overcast and chilly. I already started, I started jogging again, so I just don't want it to be super warm. Mm. No, it's going to be warm tomorrow. It's not going to be that bad tomorrow. So I was downtown over the weekend at the cheese shop, and because I've been obsessed with Codswell cheese recently. It's so good. Remember when I ate the whole thing? I Dude, I got like a big chunk like that. Do you remember when I just was like, I can't eat. You just ate the whole thing. I can't can't eat any more cheese because I just ate the whole thing, Coswald. Oh, not the Coswald. I was like, that was going to be our logo. And it was you eating a a melon. A a mimolette slice that looked like melon. 
That was amazing. That was um, a classic, iconic photo. So while I was at the cheese shop, they have some really, really great beers. Some really cool micro beers and brews and flavors and all sorts of really, really weird stuff. So it's really delightful to go in there and build your own four pack, right? And it's something like I'll drink here and there over the weekend. And so they already got a boatload of fall pumpkin themed beers. And so I grabbed two for us tonight for our anniversary. Yay. So I hope you can have some sips of them both. Um, I know how much you love beer. So <laughs> it just, I do, but it also just, just makes you really gassy. Yeah. Uh, heart burning. So the first one I picked up, what is a nitro beer? It is from Left Hand Brewing Company, not a sponsor. It is Pumpkin Spiced Latte Nitro Pumpkin Ale with Spices and Coffee added. So I'm super excited about this. So it's because of the coffee that we thought it was going to be darker in color. It was a very light orange. Yes, it's a very light orange. It's almost like a blonde. And so while I was describing this to Maggie earlier, I was like, (gasps) vanilla ice cream would be amazing with this. Because you know we love a Guinness float. We love a Guinness float. Scott was able to pick us up some vanilla ice cream. So we have two tiny scoops of vanilla ice cream and we split the pumpkin spice latte nitro. And are we ready to take a sip? Why don't you take a sip? I'm ready. Let me know how it tastes. I'm ready. Holy shit. Is it good? That is creamy and dreamy. Do you think it's creamy and dreamy because of the ice cream? I mean, no, it tastes like pumpkin spice. Like, okay, yeah, going it's in. creamy because it's creamy because of the ice cream for sure. But like Shannon's face, you guys, her eyes are huge. Her lips are pursed oh in a happy God. way. Are you the happiest human right now? That's amazing. Who knows what the beer really tastes like? But this, this could just be a, I don't know, like a spicy fall beverage. Like it literally tastes like an alcoholic pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, but better. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Too I'm th- loving too it enthusiastic. Too. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we don't know what the beer tastes like because we put ice cream in it. <laughs> but with ice cream, Shannon and I say, fuck yes. Fuck yeah. So that's again, that's Left Hand Brewing Company, not a sponsor. Pumpkin spice latte nitro. Delicious. And it comes in a tall, like, 16-ounce can. Yeah, a tall boy can. No nitro container in it, though. Unless it's built in there some other way. Yep. It has to be. It sounded ni- It sounded like nitro. It sounded you- like nitro-y, but I don't have a cartridge, so maybe they have some new technology in the bottom. They've got something in there. All right, let me open up the other one, and we'll just take sips of it. Okay, sounds good to me. I thought we would finish this first and be able to pour this beer into it. All right. The second one I got is from Shorts Brew. Um, also not a sponsor. And <laughs> I was trying to do the... Look at me. I was yes, slamming she, it. I was trying to it. do the damage. It's called Pumpkin Cruisin'. Okay. And it's a seasonal ale brewed with real pumpkin and spices. And Shorts Brew is another Michigan brewery. So they're pretty popular. There's a lot I've, I've of never heard of Left Hand Brewing Company. Um... I want to say I'm assuming left hand is Michigan, but it might not be. I don't know. But I do know that shorts for sure is Michigan. Here, let me get this AMSR in here for you. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to take an inaugural sip. It's not bad. It's kind of cidery. Is it weird next to the other one? It like, might be what the other one should taste like. I don't know. <laughs> it, it I can take I get the pumpkin spices and the pumpkin flavor. There's like a beer cider kind of twang to it. It is pretty malty. Yeah. It's pretty malty. Not in a bad way. Not it's just yeah. We probably should have done it in the other order. That's like a <laughs> That is a dessert beer. <laughs> that because I'm having a hard time even getting pumpkin-y from this so far. Yeah, no, there's definitely pumpkin and pumpkin spice in there, which is like just used to old like sweet spice, pie spice, fall yeah. spice. So, yeah, fun. So go, go forth and be get creative and enjoy yourself some pumpkin spice beer this year. Pumpkin spice beer. Not bad. I'll probably finish these while we're recording. Yeah, good. Remember the good old days when we were just eating drink on the podcast like a bunch of assholes? I mean, I still will. I'm still an animal. I have no problem with it. <laughs> it's not like anybody listens to us anyway. All 12 listeners. I know. I think about all those popular podcasts that stopped and we are unpopular and have never stopped. <laughs> We right? can't stop, <laughs> and we won't stop. <laughs> oh, so we'll have a new intro. I forgot. I need to play you the new intro before you leave tonight. You I meant to do to... that for you. I was really excited when you said you did one. Yeah, yeah. Because you had been really been being cognizant this year of remembering to pull stuff. Yes. Yeah. I looked back in my folders, and I have a ton of bits pulled from year nine and 10 that I need to do compilations. We of. need to do a best and of. And then I went back further to see if I, I did real shit job pulling bits <sighs> years five, six, and seven. That might've been when I had a kid since she's eight now. Right. So <laughs> maybe that, maybe that. Um, so I do have some best ofs planned that I need to produce. Uh, but right now we're sitting pretty for at least a month on a throwback Thursday with some, uh, summer drinking episodes and then some fall uh election episodes for october leading up to the um the primary not the primary the, the mid the midterm the elections midterms. so do you i don't want joe biden to run again no not at all i never did i well not yeah i never did either but i really think he should ask the democratic party to elect someone to take his place here they they no we would have to go through a whole democratic primary again yes for this yes yeah okay here's the thing i'm i have never been convinced that he really wants two terms if he come out if he ever came out and said we all thought he was going to die in two years and kamala was going to take over and then she was going to run she hasn't been doing shit i never hear about her like when joe (laughs) the only thing she's been doing is losing staff when Joe was VP, like he and Barack like hung out together and were like always working on shit together. There's so many great pictures of them together. What the fuck is our VP doing? I don't know. I'm not like. I'm sure some assholes could answer that for us. I don't want your asshole In answer. In an assholey way. I don't want your asshole answer. And I don't. I want a legit answer. I want to know what... God, this is so good. ...what she's doing. So, 
I always sort of thought that Joe stepped in because he felt like he had to with Trump and that he never really planned on doing two terms. But if he came I got out, that here, feeling too. If he came out and announced that now, he'd be a lame duck. They would not do shit for him. Mm, yeah. He'd be a lame duck president. So he's not going to announce that until the very last second he can. Like for the Democrat, for there to still be a fair Dem, because he doesn't want to fuck over the Dems either, for there to still be a Democrat, a fair Democratic primary. So I sort of think that that is what might happen, although I I don't fucking know. I have to tell you, though, I love when is, Dark Brandon. When is a, an adequate time? Like the May before the election? That would be too, that would be late. So he's just going to piss away his fourth year. Be a lame duck his entire fourth year. As Probably. he enters his third year coming up. Right. He's about to be two. Yeah. He's about to finish two years. So, but then, yeah, I don't exactly know. I'm not, a, I'm not a political analyst or strategist, but I, I do really love the Joe Biden that is out of fucks to give. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh, everyone has a right to be an idiot. I, yes, dark Brandon. Yes. <laughs> Have you been seeing the dark Brandon memes? No, I haven't. Oh, is that with the, the red background? Mm-hmm. Well, so that that was his speech the other night, and I don't. They, he, he was being called Dark Brandon before that, but yeah, that yeah. I, I don't know why the speech looks so scary, but I'm here for it. It looked like he was casting a spell. Also here for that. <laughs> he yeah. He it just like, like he was the Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. No, Dark Brandon is what liberals are calling Joe Biden, who is out of fucks to give. Yeah. So love Dark Brandon. Here for it. Do it all. Dude, the White House being sassy mm. with the PPP like, so good. tweets yeah. were amazing. Yeah, I love it I all. don't remember if we mentioned that last week when we were bitching about the student loan forgiveness. We were. But it was good, though. Eat, yeah, that was... I've never, never seen the White House respond like that. That's I'm good. really enjoying the zero fucks giving attitude. Yeah, get rid of your fucks and just stop being nice. Stop. Because be- Republicans aren't nice. No. You can be nice and sassy at the same time, Democrats. That's right. It's called just giving zero fucks and calling people out for their bullshit. Yeah, call people out for their bullshit. I mean, ACO it. does it all the time, mm-hmm. you know, just call people out. Yeah. So, anyway, hooray anniversary episode. Please let us know what you want us to add or take away. We're going to continue to do, you know, content. And, I I mean, we'll see if it moves us, white guys we hate or not. Um, I do enjoy our internet meme of the week. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if we should officially add an Am I the Asshole segment. Um, just because those are, are kind of delightful. They are really to fun. Right? Read and discuss. So let us know, Trayvon, Will, Brosef. Brosef. Oh my gosh. Since Will listens, Will, our listen. Other, our other friend. Listen. That in Florida who doesn't want to be named. But yeah. We know you listen. We know you're here. Will invited me to come to his house. And then when my I will s- or your will? Mine. Okay. We have two oh, wills. Oh, we have. Oh, yeah. And do we both have, of them listen? Yeah. There we go. My will and Maggie's will. See, there's six. Yeah. So, all men, by the way. What? He invited me to come to his house in Cincinnati. He was like, You should come visit. And I was like, Yes, I want to. I want to use your guest bedroom to sleep like 16 hour nights just to like, I need to just catch up on like rest 
And I just want to like, I want to see him. He plays volleyball. Like I want to go to his volleyball game and be nosy, like nose around his house and teach him a recipe that I told him I'd teach him a long time ago. Just sort of like hang out and have a chill weekend away from home. Right. So he was like, yeah, you should come visit. And I was like, yeah, I really want to. And then I texted him the next week and I was like, we should pick a weekend in September or October for me to visit. And he left me on red. He read the text. Ah, and fuck these guys. Fuck you, Will. <laughs> fuck these guys who are like, yeah, we should go on vacation. And then fucking ghost you when you're like, let's commit and pick a date. I know. Fuck off. Yeah, why is this like the third time this has happened to me this fuck year? Fuck off. Don't say things God you don't mean. It. Don't say things you don't mean. Don't say things you don't mean. I want to come. Now I'm angry. Use your guest room. Teach you how to make tater tachos. But no, you just got to be like, oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> I didn't really mean that. Sorry. It's just a thing you say. <laughs> yeah, we should hang out. Like, I mean it when I say that. Right. You know how many, like, I know the pandemic really fucked up, like, a lot of hangout time with people. Right. But I really feel like all my friends' kids grew up overnight. It's wild, right? I haven't even seen some of Scott's infant cousins who are now three and four mm -hmm. never met them never met them crazy it is it's wild so anyway i do mean it when i say we should hang out i really do mean it yeah i promise you i do and if you ever messaged me and we're like like my friend sarah in dearborn if you're like shannon what are you doing this weekend let's go to the zoo i'd be like yeah let's do that shit I know you would. You know, sometimes people just don't have the emotional capacity to actually plan the shit. Right. But if you do, and you're like, hey, I want to go do this with you on this date, like, I'll be like, yeah. I also Let's go him, fucking do it. I told him specifically what I wanted to do. I was like, I want to come to your house. I want to see your game. I want to teach you the recipe. And I want to sleep excessively. This sounds like a great weekend to me. I forgot to take a picture of our beer experiment. Oh, I'm going to be in the background of it. I'm... Uh, move that way a little bit. Okay. There you go. Perfect. No, too far. Perfect. Oh, fuck. What happened? <laughs> Hold on. I hit, like, the zoom instead of... The this is high-quality content. There you go. All right. Thanks. So, I thought I was going to, like, get a ton done over Labor Day weekend... And instead, I like did a bunch of social stuff and I fucking hated all of it. Aww. I cried at every single social thing that I went to. <laughs> it was truly terrible. <laughs> so I did um, on Friday go to my friend Hannah's house. She is a makeup artist and she gave me lash extensions. Fun. They're amazing. I Don't love they them. They look great. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And she gave me a friend discount. So I got like a third off of what she normally wow, charges. that's crazy. That's pretty good. Yeah. And we just got to hang out together. So that was nice. But like it took up such a huge portion of my day that I was not expecting. And then I went and saw uh, my bitch ex's best friend. And I was I talked to her a bunch and I told her about my podcast. And I was like, do not tell her that this exists because I definitely don't want her to hear what I've said about her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't your friends know this exists? No. No. I don't tell uh. people. You know, if I thought people listened to it, 
then I wouldn't be honest and open. And that's what makes good content. <laughs> that's why we only have 12 listeners, because we trust you fuckers, okay? Mm, that's right. You are in the inner circle. Inner circle. So consider yourself lucky. So then that night um, was my friend Nikki's bachelorette party. And we did a flying pole class, which is like, like pole, pole dancing. Yes, except the bottom of the pole is like two feet off the ground. What? It swings around. What? You spin on it and stuff. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, well, they put mats down on the ground, but it hurt. None of it was comfortable or fun. I didn't like it. So I just like... My body's too old for bullshit like that. I just... I would break something. Okay, so it was a million degrees in there too. And so Natalie, my friend Natalie, the one who converted to Judaism, Natalie, who had her bat mitzvah last year... Uh, she's in the wedding and so she came into town for the bachelorette party and is staying this week and she says to Nikki she's like I'm gonna drive with Maggie it's okay if I go with you right I'm like yeah and she just goes great because I really need to barf and she starts vomiting all over the sidewalk in downtown Detroit (laughs) right my eyes are like giants (laughs) big old saucers and I just turn on my car and get the air conditioning blowing really hard and I was like, yeah, I got it nice and cool in here for you. She goes, you know how to take care of a puker. Because I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but I used to throw up a lot. And I said to her, I was like, I don't even know the last time I threw up. And she goes, well, for me, it was about four minutes ago. It was 717 when I threw up last. Why did she throw up? Was she just hot and overworked? Because it was, it was so hot. Yeah, she was hot oh, and overworked. She, so she like exercise barfed. Yeah, she exercise barfed because of how hot it was in the... In the place, yeah. yeah. In the studio. In the studio. And we both were sweating significantly. Mm-hmm. So I drive her over to Nikki's and we have a great time in the car. And then there was um, pizza and drinks around a bonfire. And I just had a LaCroix. I've barely been drink. I haven't really had anything to drink at all, like lately at all. And um, except for tonight when I drank beers, on- you guys heard me. <laughs> and then I got in my car and I drove home. And then the next morning when I went to get back in my car again to do something, it smelled like the most horrible combination (laughs) of my body odor and Natalie's body odor. That's funny. And so I put a, I had a car thing from Scentsy, car pack Scentsy. So I put that in there. So now my car smells like pumpkin swirl pumpkin bo pumpkin swirl bo yep it smells like (laughs) pumpkin swirl body odor in my car it is not good none of it is good that's my favorite pomegranate shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah your house smells like pomegranate shit all the time yeah it's great then on sunday i went to my friend's 50th birthday party um, at her boyfriend's house and he lives in a fucking mansion Ooh. I mean, one of those like McMansions. Yeah. Right. He probably got it on discount in 2009. You know, cul-de-sac full of McMansions. But I walked in and I was like, holy fucking shit. Right. So they had a like medieval theme. So I dressed as a sorceress for her birthday. And um, all I had for dinner was bread and root vegetables. (laughs) All I had to eat that day was six gummy bears and some scotch. And, um... And all I do anywhere is compare is com- is complain about my bitch ex. Like, if I could charge her for how much space she takes up in my brain, I'd be fucking wealthy, right? 
And this woman like messaged me the next day and was like, would you like to come out to my house? Like I had two people hit on me majorly that night. Be like, I want to do stuff with you. And I was like, I fucking hate my ex. And they're like, you're amazing. And (laughs) I don't understand what it is about my current brand of sadness that have made so many people interested in me. But like there's two dudes who are very interested in me all of a sudden. They're like, I'll make you forget about her, baby. I'm not interested. (laughs) Like I can't even. My body is too sad for any of this. But this woman was like, you are so un- adorable and charming. And I, I'll i cook you dinner tonight if you drive out to my house. You can, I'll cook for you. And yes, was, she will. I was like, what the fuck? She'll is- cook you some clam soup. What the? It's called clam chowder. <laughs> what, what the fuck is even happening? What am I serving to the world that has made at four different people be like, I want that? Sadness and desperation. This- <laughs> I'm not desperate. I literally don't. I don't want anything. I don't want anyone. Everybody leave me the fuck alone. I am sad. My heart is sad. My body is sad. I don't. I never want to date That's probably again. it. They think it's a challenge. <laughs> oh, this woman's amazing. She's so sad. I can't believe someone broke her heart. I'll treat her so good. I'll make her forget that other bitch. Yeah, something like it's that. It's what it is, man. Something like that. Challenge everyone, the four people who listen, like, let us know. Tweet us. Yeah, what do you What is it? What What, do you think it is? What about Maggie's immense, pathetic sadness right now is making so many people be like, I Mm, want that. I want to fuck that. I want that. Mm, I want to get all up in that. Yeah. That is some top shelf sadness right there. That is some top shelf. It is some top shelf sadness. Slide right into that. (laughs) I want, I want that sadness. <laughs> taste the, taste the sadness. Taste the sadness. <laughs> but speaking of my bitch ex, this is delightful. I discovered this yesterday. So I have these friends who host events, and uh, my friend goes to them, the one who is still in a relationship with my bitch ex, and I noticed that he is RSVP'd to go on this camping trip. And it says, the camping trip's in Pinckney. And I was like, is it now? Mm. So I message the host of it and I say, I don't want to go, but I'm being curious. Where is it? And she says, oh, it's at Pinckney Recreation Area. And I was like, oh, yes, that is two miles from my house. And then I go to message my friend to be like, oh, so you're going to be at the camping thing. Like, maybe you should come over to my house for dinner. And then I realized, like, right after I send it, I was like, of course he's bringing her. Of course he's bringing her. And then I realized she's going to have to drive right by my house. And I hope it makes her miserable. I hope she thinks about me and feels fucking bad mm. when she drives by my house. That's a hope you have. Her friend whose house I went over to on Saturday said that she felt really bad about it, about everything. Then she should tell you that instead of being a narcissistic cunt about it. I've been, I've been the one ignoring her. I haven't been responding to her. She's the one who, who said something last, and instead of responding to her, I shaved my head. That's fine. That was a proper response. Thank you. <laughs> and I haven't said anything to her, because like, if I do, I'm just going to be like, I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I just need you to know how much I hate you. I, I, want, I want you to be miserable every day for the rest of your life. I hope you ruin everything for yourself. <laughs> like... I don't have anything nice to say to her. I think we need to do a card reading over this bullshit. Which part of it? All of it. 
Well, dear cards, will she get what's coming to her? <laughs> so I just hope I am excited that she's going to drive by my house and think of me. Ha 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 ha. Uh, whatever if, I, if she's gonna drive this is not like <laughs> this is not like okay first of all nobody ever drives by my house i live out in the middle of fucking nowhere second of all i have no idea if she realizes this like there how is she gonna it's just, just it's just gonna it's gonna hit her she's gonna have feelings and i hope that she feels bad all righty i was i was delighted by that what else was on our list to talk about? I didn't write it down, okay. but I know I rattled a bunch of shit off to you. Um, so yesterday I walked out of my bedroom and I stepped on something cold and it squished. Oh no. And I looked down and it is a fucking dead mouse. What? Right in my doorway. Your kitty can't leave you a present? Okay. If that were Sid, I would be like, yeah, Sid did that. But Snapdragon... <clears throat> Snapdragon. One, she is six pounds. Two, she is slow as fuck. She's the slowest moving cat I've ever seen in my life. Three, she has no balance and does weird little bunny hops all the time. Four, I trim her claws. She never sharpens them. So they're dull. They're just flat edged. And she has five, she has no teeth. So how did this tiny cat with no balance gum a mouse to death like i don't understand i mean she still has a jaw right yeah i mean that's where the power is you like clamp down on the mouse's neck and you shake her hard and you break it yeah i just i just have so many questions she has no don't need teeth to break a neck she has no claws she has no teeth she has, she has maybe no balance. Maybe it was balance. like an old, she has sad, no maybe it was an old sad mouse who couldn't get away <laughs> fast enough. Maybe the other mice like sacrificed him. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many questions. Maybe the other, maybe it was a bat. Maybe it was like a hold my beer situation. <laughs> among the mice. Among the mice. And that guy thought he could take on the cat because they've been watching Snapdragon and knows she has a bunch of issues. And then shit just escalated quickly and like, the the mouse lost yeah maybe <laughs> maybe that was it i mean th- like i just i have i li- i doubted her so much i was like did a mouse just drop dead in my doorway <laughs> <laughs> just saw snapdragon had a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> because i just i just don't understand also she's so funny when she does like do that because you can see her all her weird little jaw and gums and stuff from what i'm wrong i don't know it's, I, there, it is a mystery it is a mystery of the world i mean you're right she does have a jaw that she can clamp down with it still has you know power she still has power in her jaw like obviously that's what i mean when i say she gummed it to death she like super loves you she brought you a present she did bring me a present she does super love me yeah. she loves my shaved head she, before when she groomed me, she would only lick the side of my head where the it was shaved. shaved. Yeah. And now she can lick the whole thing. <laughs> She's very happy about this. She grooms your whole head. I love she it. She grooms my head. Well, she'll pick a spot, but not, it doesn't only have to be that spot now. You can love your pet, but don't love <laughs> your pet. What's that from? Truth about cats and dogs. Uh, yes. About the guy letting his cat give him an eight-hour face bath. Right. I do recall. <laughs> 
Thank goodness. Thank goodness you. Oh, I loved that movie. I used to watch that movie That's all the time. That's a good that movie. We should watch that with Maddie. Yeah, that was one of my Put favorites. it on the list. All right. Well, I have. So those were all of the things from my life. I just did way too much this weekend and I cried at every single thing. We did. Um, we had a pool party Saturday, which was delightful because it was hot and sunny. And so that was great. And then Sunday and Monday, we did yard work. It was cold and overcast. So I was like, bitches, let's pull some fucking weeds. We haven't done any yard work in our garden beds at all this summer. Mm. So they were all overgrown. They were all full of like grass and weeds and shit. So uh, we put a serious dent in our side, our seriously overgrown side garden um my back corner here around the patio and next we got to do this front because it's overgrown with vines and shit Mm -hmm. and we still have last year's leaves in the bed oh shit so which was supposed to be cleaned by the people i pay to do a spring yard cleanup and they never fucking came this spring woof so guess what happened to the leaves they never got fucking picked up so Scott just like mulched, mowed them. So the leaves that like laid in the grass all winter just got mowed with the mow- the lawnmower. That's what Brian does. Yeah. That's what Brian so. does. It's good. It's good for things. Bugs like to live in that. Yeah, stuff. actually, good. I noticed a huge uptick in like butterfly moths. Like we have these little white mm-hmm. butterfly moths uh, in the garden, like on the pollinator bush. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, we have a lot more pollinators this year. And I don't know if it's just because of the bush or because, like, we just, we didn't rake any leaves all winter. So, I went to Starbucks the other day, and there are uh, some uh, trans people that work there, and it's it's a very, like, queer, supportive working environment. But recently, they've hired kind of like this bro dude and he's very intense and you know which is he just does not fit the motif of right. starbucks so because like at starbucks you've got your baristas when they're talking to you and they're like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they turn around and they're like right ninjas yeah and then they turn around and they're like here's your beverage they're like calm ninjas right but but like yeah they're quiet but they also like ninja it really well right so they're like here's your drink and then they turn around and they're like yeah this guy's like an intention ninja (laughs) you know he's just like he's a samurai yeah he's just like what do you want (laughs) 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 but but it's like that all the time (laughs) and i'm just like calm down where's trans jennifer jennifer come back where's where's my other girlfriend that used to work here did she leave (laughs) um i think she did i haven't seen her in months so yeah so over the intercom a very deep voice is like hi this is jennifer how can i help you today and then i get to the window and it's like a really petite woman who's like hi i'm jennifer here's your stuff and i'm just like but behind her is like the real intense bro guy and i was like was he just like did he just use her name and take my order because <laughs> she's giving it out like i know where's tina where'd tina go i miss tina where's tina <laughs> but yeah we have like oh man 
I love me some pumpkin spice lattes. And I had my first one yesterday. It. I've had three so far. I had my first one yesterday, and I went up to the um, counter to order, and I'm wearing a rainbow mask, and the barista is wearing a rainbow mask. And I was like, oh, my gosh, twins, we match. And she was like, oh, my God, did we do this on purpose? And I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then, you know, I give my order – and she she says, do you want the whipped cream? And I was like, yes, it's my first one of the year and we have to make it perfect. It has to be amazing. And so I, you know, walk down to the other end and I'm sort of, you know, watching her make my drink along the thing. And she hands it to me. And on my cup, it says, have a gay day. I love it. I know. Here for it. It was very cute because we both were wearing rainbow masks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it made me very happy. I thought it was cute. What a delight. Did we talk about how we're all getting COVID this year? I'm like, I feel it in my bones. We're going to get it. Like everyone started school today and no one wore a mask. Yeah. So that's happening. All right, onward. Do we have an am I the asshole? Do you have us? We didn't pre-talk, so Uh, this could be like instant reaction. Right. No. That wasn't what I had pulled up. All right. So while I'm looking for one, um, tell me, did you see the Brendan Fraser stuff? No. Uh, What's Brendan Fraser up to? Oh, okay. So he was in a movie. Besides six, four, and 350. He's in a movie called The Whale where they did CGI and um, they did CGI and um, prosthetics to make him look like a 600 pound man. Wow. And they did a like preview, you know, like the first viewing of the movie. And he got, he got a six minute standing ovation for it. And he like looks at the ground and like kicks it like, oh, shucks. And it is the most wholesome, wonderful thing. A reclusive English teacher living with severe obesity attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cute. Yeah. But they did prosthetics. Yeah, they did prosthetics and, and CG for to make him look larger than Looks that. Looks kind of real. I mean, he is. He's bigger right now. He is now bigger anyway. than he was before. Yeah. Or you know, but like here's one of the things that well, I. It's not like a total stretch. Everyone. Okay, the difference between 300 and 600 is twice as much. Oh, yes, I know. But, did, like, he's he's a looks like a linebacker these days. Yes, linebackers are, like, 300 pounds. He went through a lot of trauma, and I am really happy that he's yes, back no he matter did. what size he is. And I am also happy he's back because he's an excellent actor. He is an excellent actor. He's. I think he's one of the most underrated actors that we have in Hollywood. He's fucking brilliant. If you just kind of look at his body of artwork individually, he's fucking amazing. Oh, look at hot 90s Brandon Fraser. I know. He, oh! he really, we were all really hot in the 90s. We were all really hot in the 90s. We were all really hot in the 90s. I fucking love Encino Man. Oh, buddy. Yeah, he did a string of like super cheesy movies, but no, they were ev- all everyone. Really everyone does when they get married and start having kids. I mean, look at Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Even Kevin, even Kevin Hart, 
has done like ridiculous movies for his kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, The Rock. Didn't he do that to the fairy? Hello. <laughs> so Catherine loves the pacifier with Vin Diesel. She would watch that nonstop if I let her. Oh, she's fallen in love with practical magic. So I'm here for it. Love it. So anyway, uh, so the whale, go see that. Yeah. And, but like, I also wanted to say real quick, just like, there's no woman who would come back after trauma and gaining a ton of weight and be accepted the way he has been. That's true. And so, you know, it's hard for me not to think of that. I have a hard time accepting female actors who've lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, actually. Just, like, I just kind of, any, actually, any actor that's lost a ton of weight, even like, like Jonah Hill lost a ton of weight. And I'm just like, <sighs> I just, I love the funny fat guy. I know you do. You know? That's my kink, funny fat guys. Yeah. And but like Rebel Wilson lost all that weight and now I'm just like Bleh. I feel bad about her too. So I totally do. Uh I was just gonna say something. God damn it, I forgot. No. Remember, Shannon. Remember I'm gonna finish that beer. That second one's kinda delightful. I do Good. like the first one. Good. With the ice um, cream. Okay, so Am I the asshole, this one, for bringing my sister-in-law's wallet to the restaurant when she conveniently always forgets it? Oh. I mean, that's really all it is. There's, there's no twists to this, except it's, except it's dramatic. She just okay. like, all right, read. My 28-year-old woman, sister-in-law Amy, 26-year-old woman, always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of a hotel and always wants to go to expensive restaurants. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or comes up with some excuse as to why she can't pay her share. She has implied that since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. So wait, she travels without the person's brother to go visit them? It's her brother's, her husband's, it's her husband's sister. Her hu- Oh, okay. Her husband's sister. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Proceed. It's okay. She has implied that since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. Not my husband, but me specifically. I do make a fair amount of money, but not so much that I can treat someone every time they come into town. Nonetheless, in the past, I've just paid the bill and asked her to pay me back. She never has. She made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night. And before we left, I made it clear I wouldn't be paying her bill. This is where I might be the asshole. And I admit, I got this move straight from an episode of Two and a Half Men. As we were (laughs) (laughs) leaving. As we were leaving, she and my husband went to the car. I pretended I forgot something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on top of her suitcase. I put it in my purse and we went to the restaurant. When we were done eating, I asked for separate bills. She said, no, we need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached into my purse and I said, this wallet? She was extreme. She was extremely furious. She said that I should not have touched or grabbed her wallet. So, am I the asshole for taking her wallet and bringing it to the restaurant? Absolutely not. No. Um. Yeah. Edit. Thanks for all the awards. So many comments. Edit two. Amy just called me. She saw this post and yelled at me for bad mouthing her on the internet. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. Amy, hopefully reading all these comments is a wake up call for you. 
I love that even this, more now. Right? Not the asshole, but you sh- totally should have flipped the switch, left your wallet at home, only brought your Ooh. license so she had to cover the whole bill, yeah. then never taken her out to a oh, restaurant again. I left my wallet. Well, her husband would have had a wallet. Yeah. You know, so they still would have paid for it. Yeah. And, and then I'm surprised the husband didn't step in and been like, so, I got it. Okay. So the sh- they are like, what's going on with the husband? And they, she, the um, OP says, they've bullied and manipulated him like this his whole life. He's gotten so used to it, he doesn't see the bigger issue. Old habits die hard, trying to help him stand up for himself, but it's an uphill battle. So, yeah, the husband's Fuck just you, like Amy. letting it happen. Now 12 more people know of your indiscretions. Right. And then um, Amy did comment on the thing. (gasps) She did? Yeah, but it got... (laughs) Deleted? Yeah, she deleted it herself. (laughs) And so, um, let me see what I can figure out. Hang on, hang on. Because I know that I remember that that happened. Um, Loving it. Yeah. I guess you got to make sure that people aren't on Reddit that you're going to bitch about. Oh, so the um, person, she... Shared personal details um, about about the poster, so she asked the she asked for the comment to be removed. Mm. So this is OP's response to Amy, who got the removed. Yeah. Wow, I can't. My sisters are in university working their asses off to pay their own tuition. So, yes, I treat them occasionally. They don't come to my house expecting me to pay for everything. And how much money I earn is not anyone's damn business. How I spend my money is not anyone's damn business. My husband is, quote unquote, cheap now because we have a mortgage to pay and a child to take care of. I also didn't have much money to my name at a time in my life, but I never mooched off anyone or expected anyone to pay my way, not even my own parents. You figure that out on your own. Go get the hell off my post and go complain to someone who cares. <laughs> she must have written a novel yeah. that included all sorts of personal information, including her salary. All right. Which so I try not to tell anyone who, what my salary is. Like, right. you know, I think my friend Allison knows. I don't think Scott even knows my new salary. All right, so I won't, so this person says, what was said, the comment was deleted. And this person says, I won't repost the whole thing word for word since there's some detail that the original poster doesn't want known. But the gist of it is Amy was bitching that OP would take her own sisters out to restaurants to treat them and that her brother is now cheap because he won't pay for her and her mother's expenses anymore. Also, that in their culture, the older sibling always pays. So why can't OP just treat her since she has so much money to waste? I especially like this little gem that Amy wrote. So this is a quote from the thing. Maybe I am wrong for always forgetting my wallet, but it's not fair that she always pays for her own sisters, but not me. She would never take her sister's wallet and embarrass her at a restaurant trying to make her pay. Taking my wallet and sneaking it to the restaurant when she can afford to pay things is so messed up. Amy concludes her post by saying she hopes people don't think she's an asshole when they learn more about the situation i would say it's too late for that now amy none of what you said matters we all still think you're an asshole and a leech i'm an asshole 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 oh 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 everybody all right so that one delightful right delightful loved it love that for her i wonder if they are of indian descent if since she threw out a culture card yeah good question um, this one is great because this is the uh, Burns family thing. Mm-hmm. So, am I the asshole for tricking my parents into being on time for my wedding? Mm-hmm. 
Nope. My, I'm 33, parents are late for everything. Like, everything. Both of my sisters and myself have been disappointed so many times. Graduation ceremonies, birthday parties, my father's retirement dinner. It is completely my mother's fault. She is a wonderful mother, and I love her, but she does not understand the concept of punctuality. I have seen her talking to her sister on the phone and reminded her that she needed to be at my baby sister's dance recital. She waved me off and arrived after my sister had danced. We are all used to it. My dad is just done trying to get her to be on time for anything. My now wife told me in no uncertain terms that if my mother was late for our wedding, she would do terrible things to me. She was only half joking, but she was witness to my mom and dad arriving halfway through my cousin's quinceañera. So here's what I did. It is completely on me. My wife was not involved. So if there was a dick move, it was mine. When we were taking samples for the wedding, I talked to the printer and had one special invitation printed (laughs) with the time on it being one hour earlier than the actual start time Fucking love it. of the ceremony. Fucking love it. My mother was beside herself apparently when they left the house and thought they were going to miss the wedding since she had a part in it with her and my mother-in-law lighting candles we would use to light the unity candle and stuff. When she arrived and other people were also just arriving and parking, she was so relieved that we were starting late that she just went with it. The ceremony went off beautifully and so did the wedding pictures and the reception. <laughs> My problem came last Sunday. My parents came over for a big family dinner, and we didn't bother starting the grill until they showed up. She asked why everyone wasn't eating, and we said we knew they were, we would be waiting for them since they're always late. She said she was not always late. She'd been on time for my wedding. She hadn't been. They'd arrived 45 minutes after the time on the invitation. <laughs> my idiot cousin John, real name because it's common and he deserves people to know he's an idiot. <laughs> snorted at her statement a few other people giggled or smiled at this and she picked up on it and asked what was so funny i came clean and told her about her special invitation she was pissed at me for not trusting her and making her look foolish in front of everyone you were still 45 minutes late which means you missed the entire fucking ceremony that's unless it's a catholic ceremony which you're going to catch the last 15 minutes of oh great you arrived just in time to do your fucking candle ceremony at the end after the vows part of the reason okay yeah she um if my cousin had just controlled himself she would have never known am i the asshole edit part of the reason she said she's mad is because she had her invitation framed who cares who cares if it has the wrong time on the invitation and now it's a funny story now it's but no story. one cares no one's even gonna know yeah if I saw the invitation on the wall, I'd be like, I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even clock it as a different time. You know, yeah. whatever. And then this one says, not the asshole. How can she complain? If you sent her an invite with the real time, then she would have been 45 minutes late. She should appreciate the fact that you wanted her to be there enough that you took the time to make a special invite to ensure that she arrived on time. My cousin, Mark, was always notorious late for everything we did. Um, mm-hmm. He just kind of a granted we live in florida and it's southern ish where people just run on their own time but he was always late to everything and so when we went to prom with him we told him to be at my friend's house two hours before he needed to be there Mm -hmm. guess who showed up on time he did fucking mark um two hours early though he was actually there two hours early oh no way and that's when he found out we do that to him 
we did that to him and he was like oh so i have time to shower now i was like yes please go fucking shower and get ready (laughs) so yes the burns family has trouble being on time um the biggest one is now in my life is my uncle robert um but david is bad too the one who lives in california and so was my grandpa so and so is candy um but she can she can pull it together sometimes you know Anyway, uh, she lied to David about what time her wedding was, and he still missed the whole thing. (laughs) He still missed the whole thing. He showed up for the reception. (laughs) Hard eye roll. It didn't even work in that case. Scott used to be late. I beat that out of him real quick. Yeah. Like five years real quick. Everyone's late in my family. I was like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Early's on time. On time is late. Like, mm-mm. we are on time people in this household. That's good. So, you know, when people are like, barbecue starts at two, I'm either at your door at two or I'm at your door by two thirty. Mm-hmm. Because family, mm-hmm. like people can't get their shit together in this house. Hilarious. I love it. An hour earlier than everyone else <laughs> that is a sweet sweet move um so poor Brittany has been dealing with family oh, she went on and off instagram she's like when we taught we forgot to mention her last week and she had like deleted her instagram yeah she went back to twitter now she's back on insta she wrote this whole dissertation to her sons about how they like just reach out to me i would love to talk to you i would love to see you like poor girl man no. Poor woman. Poor woman. She's 40. Poor yeah. woman. Poor woman. And like they are, her sons are talking about how great the conservatorship was for her. Like they are being fed that. There is no doubt in my mind that Kevin Federline is like tainting the well there. Her husband keeps her in line right now. You yeah. know, like he's a good support system for her. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they're really good together. Yeah. I like there's nothing people keep talking about how insane she is and stuff. There's nothing she's doing right now that's insane. No, she's having fun. She's having fun. Sorry for letting someone who's basically been in prison for 20 years have some fucking fun. She's just having fun. Even within the conserv, even before the conservatorship. Oh, yeah. Like she's been a child star her whole life. Right. Right? So she never got to be a real teenager. She never got to really fuck shit up in the 20s like the rest of us did. Right. So yes, now she's 40 and fucking shit up. Let her do it. And she's not doing, like, it doesn't seem like she's on drugs. It's not malicious. None Is of, she no. fucking hurting you? No. Do you not enjoy the eye candy she puts on Instagram for everyone? No, I do. She's Shut still the fuck gorgeous. up and let she her is- half naked dance she is a gorgeous 40 year old woman she's dancing she's going on vacation she's being naked like fucking go do it up there's she is not doing anything that is harming anyone you know and then yeah i just feel bad for her with her sons like she clearly does want to have a relationship yeah with them. she fucking loves them and that Who well doesn't has been love poisoned you know yeah. Because they're out there talking about how great the conservatorship was for her and how much they love their grandpa. Jamie did only good things for her. Yeah, because he took all her money and probably spent it on them. Yeah, well, I mean, and and Kevin Fatterline gets like whatever, $40,000 a A month month from her. 
he doesn't even have to work because that's his income. I mean, that's child a support. Fucking lot of income. Yeah. Who needs forty thousand dollars a month to raise two kids? Maybe ten grand a month. Like that's legit real. Yeah. No, I mean kids are expensive. I'm not saying they're not, but like forty grand a month is so much. It's so much. He's just a stay-at-home dad who raises his other babies too. His, I think, his wife has a legit job. Yeah, she, she Brittany laid into him about not doing and not having a job for the last fifteen years. Yeah, he's a fucking lazy mooch. Kevin Federline yeah, is. He's a stay-at-home dad who's living off his ex's child support money. But I guess he's no different from any other woman that does it, right? But he's still being a dick about it. Speaking of that shit, about, like, women, you know, more misogyny. Um, God, I can't handle men on the internet being a dick to She-Hulk. So, first of all, the meme was going around was that, um, you know, when she was talking about being catcalled, they were like, you're not, you're never catcalled. You're at best of five. Shannon. Go fuck yourself. Who's catcalled? Is it just tens? Hot, anyone. Hot women. Hot women are catcalled. Whoever the beholder finds hot. But that's, like, that's not even true. They catcall literally everybody. I don't know a single human being, single female presenting human being who's like, yeah, I've never been catcalled. Although a lot of us have said it was, like, the worst when we were teenagers. Right? Like, I feel like men love the, like, power thing. To, like make fe- teenagers feel uncomfortable and stuff right like yeah. i feel like that happened the most when i was in college age getting cat called but like yeah you, it's not just also how many fucking tens have you seen in your entire life uh, not walking down the street in new york city <laughs> or san francisco or whatever wherever she is right like wh- whatever. She, and also tatiana maslani is gorgeous and she's way higher than a five she's fucking gorgeous yes even so, She-Hulk is fucking gorgeous and she's she CGI. Yeah. And then they were just like being fucking bitches about her twerking. Like being like. That was amazing. It was hilarious. That was so funny. It was so funny. If you were a lawyer and Megan the Stallion wanted to be your client, wouldn't you try to twerk with her? Yes. If you ever met... If Megan the Stallion started twerking in my office, I would be forced to join. And she would make fun of my white ass because I would throw my back out twerking. You don't have an option. I would need twerking if lessons from her to make Megan it look good. Megan the Stallion, good. you, you got to twerk. There's yeah. just... You have to. You twerk. You mop the floor with your pussy. Yeah. Like you do whatever you need to do to get Megan as your client. That's what you do. If she's like, do a death drop right now, I'd be like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, guess, what's, guess what's happening to me in the death drop? You're going to die. I'm going to die. But it's I'm a- going to break my back and probably a kneecap and sprain an ankle. But it's okay. But it's fine. It's fine. Because. It's fine. I got Megan the you, Stallion there it is. as a client. There it is. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, I just can't handle men on the internet. Just and trying to be like, this is not what the comics are like. Oh, you think all of the MCU things are exactly what the comics are like? I asked my brother about Captain Marvel, and it turns out he's an asshole. Mm. 
You're supposed to be from Detroit. She's supposed to be Middle Eastern. Me, me, me. And I'm like, John, it's still fucking amazing that a minority woman is in this role. But it was Detroit's first Muslim-based comic book character, and it should have been true to the source material. I was like, I feel like you're missing the big picture here. It's right. still fucking amazing that it's a female minority, period. Mm-hmm. I, and I had to walk away. I was like, oh, you're one of those guys. Great. I know. Like, you can't see the silver lining. Yes. Did you and I bitch that She-Hulk wasn't masculine enough? Yes. Yes. But we also didn't know that the angle of it was like, she's totally different from Bruce. Right. Like, her genetics are totally have a different compatibility with whatever the fuck happened to him. Right. So, I'm, I, I'm buying it now. I am too. I still wish she'd looked earlier. I do think she was a little thicker. I th- yeah. I mean, like they made her hot in the comics because you need hot ladies in comics. You need big boobs in comics. You need hot. Yeah, you need big boobs. But I'm sure there's a few comic versions where she's a little thicker and less booby. Because mm-hmm. comic books change their variations all the time. Nothing is ever consistent. They're always changing shit. They're always, just like the movies, they're always trying to get more readers and a different angle. Oh, they here, fucking mm-hmm. killed Superman, for Christ's sakes, for ratings. Here, Here's the immortal She-Hulk. Yeah, she's like giant. She's giant and she's so ripped. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of muscles. It's a lot of muscles. Still big knockers. But that is more Bruce Banner-like, you know? Exactly. Whatever. Don't be a white guy we hate, all right, people? Yeah, please don't be a white guy Come we on. hate. Come on, do better. Do fucking better. Do better. Just just be cool. Just be cool about about shit. Like, fucking let women exist. Just, like, you know, harness like, your see, inner... See women as people. Yeah. What's his name? All right, all right, all right. Harness your inner hippie. You know, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, harness your inner Matthew McConaughey and just like fucking go with the flow. Just be like peaceful, and let people have what they find joyful. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a basic bitch. I have a sweatshirt to prove it. But I don't fucking care because pumpkin spice lattes make me feel happy. Oh, I was just reading about pumpkin spice lattes making you happy. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. This is literally what's open on my phone right now. Perfect. Pumpkin spice hate season is coming again. So here's a reminder from a historian. What we call pumpkin spice is just the classic English and Anglo-American sweet spice mix. Cinnamon, ginger, cloves, nutmeg, cardamom, and mace. It's been used in traditional desserts from apple pie to plum pudding for centuries. When did people start having a problem with it? Not when women were in the kitchen putting it in their pies. But when women decided they liked it in a coffee drink they grabbed on the way to school or work. So when you pe- see people snickering at the pumpkin spice products this fall, remember what they're mocking. Women choosing something for their own pleasure rather than devoting themselves to pleasing others. There we go. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. I, don't, I, I literally don't give a fuck whether or not you like pumpkin spice. <laughs> I like it. Leave me alone about it. I don't. All the people being like, tacos are better than pumpkin spice. Blah, 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 is better. I don't give a flying fuck if you don't like pumpkin spice. I don't care. I can't wait for chocolate mint season. 
Ooh, I do love chocolate mint season. Do you know what else I love in chocolate mint season is the chocolate mint cookies from Trader Joe's. Oh, little they're star cookies. so good. Oh my God, oh. they're so fucking good. Oh, my friend Melissa at uh, the pool party made this chocolate chocolate chip cookie and it was so thick, T-H-I-C-C and dense. Mm. I was like, I, I leaned over to her and I never do this to people. I was like, do you know what would make this even better? She's like, what? I like put some mint in it for the holidays. She's like, oh yeah, I do. But like, you know, you know, when you get like something that's so chocolatey, you're like, oh, it's missing something. Yeah. And like for me, it was like, it's missing some fucking mint. Some yeah. fucking mint would make this cookie right now the best thing in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Chocolate mints. All right. So we did get three questions. Oh, questions. questions. Yay. Anniversary questions. Yes. All right. Brosif. From the Brosif. Should I make and release the bubble butt full cut? Yes. Obviously. You know the answer to this. Put it on your Spotify. You all know this. You have a band page. Did you all know that Brosif is actually a literal rock star? He he is that. Mm Mm-hmm. He is. He was that. Um, Yes. Please release bubble butt. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. Full version. Everybody wants the full version of the song. Everybody wants it. I mean, we even got the full version of like Star Cat Rainbow thing from N- the Good Place. Yum, 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 yum. From the Good Place. Oh, it's yes. like purple Star Cat, whatever right. it was I knew he what was you writing. Meant. And we got a full version of uh, a little bit of Lexus. There is a la, full version la, of that. La, 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 la. Not just la, the one la, verse la, she la. sings. So yes, we need a full bubble butt version. Yeah. Next. Here you go. Wait, hang on. It took me this long to find it. So that is my brother rapping. That was my brother rapping about bubble butt. Love it. Here for it. About my bubble butt. Did he say the P word? I think I thought I heard him say the P word. <laughs> I don't know. I can't or do imagine. I just have Megan the Stallion? Maybe you did. Overlaying yeah. in my head. Are you going back to Disney soon? You know I am. Why did you We're ask We're always question? going to Disney. We're always going to Disney soon. We're all, yeah. I mean, Shannon and I don't have a fall trip planned. And I, like, it's because of my 40th Vegas trip, which I know. Um, yeah. But we're going to LA next fall. Yeah, that's true. We're doing Disneyland. So we're going to get to see Trayvon next fall. And I'm yes, super excited about that. Are. And he's super excited about that. Like, I'm fucking he excited. Is so stoked to see us. I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. Yes. We'll do a. We'll do an episode. A Trayvon say, episode. A drinks to go kind of episode. Fuck yeah. We don't call it that anymore. But I still think of them as drinks to go. Yeah, no, I think we still call no, we them called drinks it, to go. We called it that whatever thing. Because our regular that more thing. No, it was that. like that that LA thing would be what a mini oh, episode yeah, is called. Yeah, yeah. So we call our regular episodes more whatever. Right. But then when we do mini sods, they're that it's like that, that LA thing. thing. Yeah. That Disneyland thing. Right. Exactly. That Jack Skellington thing. Oh God, I can't wait. That LA rapper thing. <sighs> I can't wait for that either. So excited. All right, and he says, "Who is your favorite sibling, and why is it my wife?" <laughs> 
mean, Ashley is better than all of us. There was a, there was a, am I the asshole that made me think of Ashley? Um, not the asshole, but the, the, the person who was asking was the like mother-in-law. And she was like, we told our sister-in-law or our daughter-in-law that she needs to get help because she doesn't like to be as raucous as the rest of us. And I was like, oh, that like Ashley, I bet identifies with this woman <laughs> so much. None of us have told Ashley to get help for her shyness. But like, that's what it definitely sounded like right. in this. Am I the asshole? You an introvert. Go become extroverted like the rest of us. <laughs> there's, there's something wrong with you and you need to go get help. That you don't like to play games and be outside with us. Maybe because you're a bunch of ruffians. Yeah. Do you know how overwhelming that is? It, it is overwhelming. Even for an extroverted, an extrovert like myself. I think I'm an extroverted introvert, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, the older I get, the more I'm just like, I get way burnt out. Like, I don't know if I ever got energy from big crowds, but I do love a crowd yeah but i get exhausted from participating with the crowd so by the end of our pool party me and the introvert are literally sitting (laughs) on the sidelines Mm -hmm. taking quiet time while everyone else is still being ruckusy and i'm just like i'm really enjoying the quiet over here with you thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) um any content lately i know we're kind of getting towards the end but any content what did I watch this week? Ugh, I forget. You share your content while I think. All right. I finally watched Lightyear. Oh, yeah. You said you fell asleep during it. Yes. I finally <laughs> watched it. Did it you was finish fine. it? Yeah, it was fine. Okay. It was fine. It's fine. It's it fine. Was fine. I don't it's have fine. strong feelings about it in either direction. Yeah. Oh, I do have a movie. Let me talk about it before I forget. Please. I took Natty to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh-huh. It is like a murder mystery thriller with Pete Davidson and a bunch of like Gen Z actors. Mm-hmm. It was, it was weird, but it was delightful. So I recommend it. It's basically like playing, um, what's that video game on everyone's phones where like one person runs around and murders you, but you can, then you have to guess who the killer is. Um, You know, the, the sus, the... Among Us. Among Us. It's like Among Us, but in real life. Like, you would play Among Us at a sleepover. You know, everyone... Yeah, but that, that, there's also a party game, Mafia. Yeah, so it's, it's like that. So you put a bunch of pieces of paper in a bowl, and one of the pieces of paper has an X. Everyone draws a piece of paper. Whoever gets the X is the killer. Then you turn out all the lights. Yeah, this is just called this is Mafia. And you walk around the house. Yeah. And try to be quiet. And if the killer touches your shoulder, then like you fall and die. Mm -hmm. And then if someone, when someone finds you dead, they scream, bodies, bodies, bodies. And then everyone stops, turns the light on, and then they come and try to figure out who the killer is. Yeah. So they get through like one round of this in the movie. And then they're on to round two. Oh, wait, no. It's a hurricane party in in a giant mansion. Like a tricked out mansion, not a Mick mansion, like a legit mansion with secret passages and shit. And a hurricane's come in, they play one round of this, and then the power goes out. Mm. And so now everyone is split up, doing something, and then someone is killed. And then they spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out who the killer is. And there's like eight people that start in this movie, and it ends with two being alive. Oh. It was crazy. 
but most of them were like accidental deaths. Right. Actually, all of them ended up being accidental deaths. And you find out that out at the very, very end with the original killer, which then everyone assumed was murdered by someone else in the party. So it was good. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, you are never going to watch this. Never in a million years. But I watched the first two episodes of The Patient that dropped last week. So that is the um, I can never remember his name because it's Irish. So like the spelling doesn't match the pronunciation. So the actor who plays Bill Weasley. Oh, OK. Don, oh, yeah. With what's his face? Steve Carell. Yeah. Um, isn't also. Oh, is it just Steve Carell? I mean, I I do see the previews for that. And I'm like, oh, Ron Weasley playing a fucked up character. Not Ron Weasley. Bill. Bill. Yeah. He so was in About Time. So he starts going to therapy and it's not going well for him. Right? Because he's not being honest with his therapist. So he decides. He kidnaps a therapist. What he needs to do is kidnap his therapist. Yeah. So he kidnaps his therapist, Steve Carell, and chains him up in the basement so that he can actually finally be honest with him about the fact that he's a serial killer. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sort of so he, here for it. Yeah. I I mean, it's creepy and dark and like n- not fun, but like really interesting. And right. Steve Carell is incredible. And Dom Gleason, however you say his name, is incredible. <laughs> they're both like they're both so 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 good in yeah. it like the acting is so fucking good so i am i am on this ride i'm gonna do it it is really not happy enough for shannon to watch though so i don't think you're ever gonna watch it but fuck is it good i watched on netflix last night uh la villa de romantica mm-hmm. and it's a new romantic comedy on netflix and it stars the um, big brother from what's the movie I said? The no, the TV show, Love in the Villa. Okay, number two in movies today on Netflix. Cat Graham and Tom Hopper. Tom Hopper, I think, is the guy from uh, the Umbrella Academy. Yes, the oldest guy there. Yes, he was also in Game of Thrones. Yes, so. Um, a diehard romantic is forced to share a villa with a cynical stranger. They both rent the same villa um, on two different vacation sites and their stays overlap. So they're forced to share a villa and antics and fuckery ensues. Mm -hmm. Like legit fuckery. Mm -hmm. Not just antics. Legit fuckery ensues. And of course they fall in love. So... It was cute. I'm glad. If you need something bubblegum to watch, it was cute. Good. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I think I just watched some new movies this last week. I clearly told you about how incredibly busy I was over the weekend. I did fucking nothing. Like, I just, all I did, oh, actually, I'm on a new audio book. try to be social. Oh, I finished my friend's book, too. Every social event. I finished my girlfriend's newest book. I do have a copy here at my desk. Hold on a second. Take a Chance on Me by Elaine Reed. Mm. It's delightful. It's about the drummer of a rock band falling for the bar manager of his local hometown bar. Uh, it takes conveniently takes place in Ann Arbor. So oh. it was very cute. It was adorable. 
I have some notes, but I won't share them with her. <laughs> right. If you're going to write about a specific location, you got to make do. sure you get all your details correct. It's very true. And if you don't have correct details, you better have a reason for it. Like, I can't legally say the Red Wings or I can't legally print the big house. Mm-hmm. So you make up other names. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Take a chance on me, Elaine Reed. Book three in a word Words That Fail Me series. Um, I'm pretty sure she has about six books left with these characters too. She's done really, really great with character development. And I'm literally in love with all the band members, the manager, the publicist, um, the bar owner, her crew. She has like two or three um, people on her team that like I've developed the feels for, and I would love to see everyone get a book. Everyone but the slimy producer. Like, don't give him a book. He sucks. Right. So, yeah. So I read and watched movies and did yard work all weekend. Woo. All right. Are you about ready to wrap this shit up? This anniversary episode? Start of year 11. What, what, what? Yeah, let's do some internet things of the week. Excellent. Wrap us up. 3 a.m. Me. Why are any of us here really? Zoo security guard. I'm asking about you specifically. <laughs> so that made me. What is today today? Well, yeah. It's very, uh, very Empire Records of him. Yes, it is. Oh, I said damn the man at my pool party and half the people had never heard that phrase. <gasps> I was like, what? Squeeze me. Your sexuality isn't determined by a book you read in kindergarten. It is determined by the the way God intended by watching The Labyrinth starring David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly. Yes. Okay, so this picture. It's got sushi. Mm -hmm. It's got a white sauce next to sushi. And it says, yeah, so he's dipping his sushi in ranch. I've already contacted human resources and I might call (laughs) the local authorities. That's so funny. So those were those were my things that I had. Speaking of HR, super quick. Yeah. Um, if people aren't familiar with um, like Star Wars conventions or like Dragon Con or whatnot, there is a creator who has created a. Um, her name is Sunflower Stardust. Okay. On Instagram, she has created a character called uh dolores dolores is the the hr director for the imperial army awesome and so she walks around cons as the hr director for lord vader and um hands out citations to people so she spent the weekend at dragon con either recruiting for the empire Mm -hmm. or handing out citations for people who are breaking the rules. Amazing. So um, she did recruit Star-Lord into um, the empire. So that was a hilarious video. I'll have to send it to you. So if you guys are interested in people who like cosplay, really awesome characters, look up Sunflower Stardust um, on Instagram and uh, you can see her HR character Dolores. So... Love it. She's really fun. She's also friends with Jen Markham, M-A-R-K-H-A-M. And she does like Trooper Mom with Grogu. Um, she has a whole closet full of characters. She's a, 
a seamstress. So she makes like all her fucking shit by hand. And she has a literal closet of um, characters that she takes the cons with her. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Content. Content. Um, yeah, I'm doing a new audiobook. It's called The Poppy Wars, and I'm really into it. It's good. Fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, so, fun. You guys, you can find us on social media, um, mainly Facebook. We did, we haven't upkept any of the other ones, so that more thing on Facebook. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and Podbean. And then you can also interact with me on Twitter. I am Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode two, no, three, 327. I almost three said 237. I had the numbers we, right. We actually said I that just, like three episodes ago. We said it's 224. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Instead of 324. <laughs> I, well, I just had the, I flipped them. Yeah, so we, yeah, no, we flipped them. 27 of that more thing. 327. Of that more thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye. Anniversary episode. Yay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I want to take you to a gay bar. I want to take you to a gay bar.